Welcome back to the Desert Springs Church Podcast. It exists to supplement the ministry and growth of the body at Desert Springs Church. My name is Drew. I'm the music pastor here, and I have with me today, uh, first time on the podcast, and our newest staff hire, maybe, or newest staff position, I could say, in Tim Bradley. Tim is joining me uh, via Zoom here. So, Tim, thanks for taking the time. Yeah, Drew, it's really my pleasure. And it is interesting and weird to hear you refer to me as the newest staff hire. That's right. So people people may be wondering what we're talking about. So if you if you haven't gotten one of the emails or you weren't there on Sunday, uh, we announced that, that Tim, you will be taking uh, the counseling and community group role uh, that was vacated by Scott Minema uh, a, a couple months ago. We've been looking for his replacement, and we found him in you. And we found uh, our his replacement in uh, internally. So we are excited to announce that. Uh, but we wanted to talk about that today and go into all the all that that means for our church and for uh, for that ministry for counseling and community groups, but also for the ministry that you have been overseeing for many years in the children's ministry. Um, but first, to get started, let's let's talk about. Um, your health, how you're doing physically. Uh, people haven't seen you in a while. You weren't there on Sunday as a part of the announcement. Um, and so give us give us an update on Tim Bradley's health and, uh, and how we can be praying for you. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity to talk about this a little bit. It's, it's been a challenge for Marcy and I because like the rest of the body, we long to be together with the body. And We've had opportunities to be with our community group via Zoom and and me continuing to meet with staff and elders via Zoom. Um, But for those who don't know, many of you will know this, but for those who don't, for the last decade, I've been fighting autoimmune liver disease. And then even the last couple of years, another autoimmune condition and rheumatoid arthritis. And earlier this year, in fact, just prior to when COVID came on the scene, um, my liver condition was worsening. And so working with my doctors, uh, we began to actively suppress my immune system again because it is an immunodisorder. And so one of the downsides of that uh, beyond just the disease and how I'm feeling is that it puts me in a particularly high risk category related to COVID. And as this was all new and we are actively suppressing my immune system, it's given Marcy and I and, and our family and even the elders and my doctors pause for me to get out much and to be in close proximity to others. Um, and so, so like many of the rest of the country, we've doing all the mitigation s- strategies, but maybe more so than, than someone who might find themselves in a place in life where they are relatively healthy. Uh, we are actively suppressing my immune system, and so it just makes me more vulnerable uh, if and probably when I get COVID. Uh, so, so yeah. So we've been holed up for many, many months in our house and are getting out uh, very infrequently and, as we do, very cautiously. So we desire to return and to join with you guys and and anticipate that we will do that very soon, um, or hopefully soon, um, but we're just taking it week at a time. Well, we sure do miss seeing you, brother. Uh, I miss seeing you. I, I see you a couple times a week at least via Zoom uh, for our meetings together, but it's not the same. So we miss seeing you in person and, and long for that day to, to come soon. So people can be praying, praying for wisdom for you and for your doctors and, and praying for uh, healing 
uh, and for for health uh, for you moving forward. So that's where you've been, and and we we joked about uh, you as the new staff hire because you've been on staff for what sixteen years. How long how long have you been on staff? More than sixteen years now. More okay. Yeah. So over sixteen years, and you've served in a in a, a few different capacities. Um, but uh, tell tell everybody why would you take on the the counseling community group job when you already had a job here? Sure. Yeah, I do have a job, and boy, I've yeah. been so thankful and blessed to to do what I get to do at Desert Springs. But the simple answer is that the Lord has led the elders through the many months and process and prayer to conclude this is what's best for DSC. And we're confident that he's led us to this decision. You know, for me personally, I was originally hired at Desert Springs to develop the biblical counseling ministry. And I served as the pastor of biblical counseling for more than a dozen years. Uh, Additionally, I've been involved in various forms of small group leadership at Desert Springs for probably more than 20 years. And so both of these discipleship ministries, biblical counseling, community groups, small group ministry, are just really close to my heart and have been for many, many years. And I'm really excited for the new assignment. And even though I'm experiencing some sadness and loss over a departure from children's ministry, which I've done really the whole time I've been on staff as well, I'm looking forward to leading out in these discipleship ministries, and I'm eager to build upon the strong foundations that already exist. And so, yeah, that's a simple answer as why. These are part of who I am, part of my larger experience at Desert Springs. We believe this is right and good, not only for me, but for our church. And I'm really excited to take on this new season and new role. Yeah, well, we are too. I, I can speak on behalf of uh, myself as another elder and and all the other elders, and we were uh, relieved uh, when you when you put your name in the hat, and we uh, we were really struggling to find somebody who could fill the shoes of that role, and uh, and your feet uh, were just the right size, brother. So uh, we're really thankful for that. So in continue to talk about the counseling and community group role, uh, maybe tell us why um, why you have such a heart for biblical counseling. You said you have a history of doing that here. And then what are some of your goals for the counseling and community group ministry going forward? You mentioned it's, it's got a strong foundation. Scott did a great work in, in building up uh, our affiliation with ACBC and a training center and training up other certified counselors. Um, so there's a lot going on there, a lot to work with. And community groups have been going for some time now. So, so yeah, to back up again... Why do you why do you like uh, or why why is your heart drawn to uh, counseling biblical counseling and then what are some of your goals for the ministry? Yeah, so so why I like it, uh, the Lord really confirmed in me a calling to ministry, uh, maybe near twenty years ago, and a big part of that was having a front row seat to seeing God's work of change in a person through his word and by his spirit and being able to just bring his word to bear on people's lives and situations, be that their areas of sin and where they're struggling with that or be that suffering. And, and I've seen that both in the context of biblical counseling ministry and community group ministry. And I want to see more of that. I want to see our church grow in those 
areas. I want us to all experience more and more the work of the Spirit as He matures us, as we bring His Word uh, to bear on one another's lives. And so, you know, I'm, again, thrilled for this opportunity and really excited to see in the Lord's kindness what He will do uh, in the days, weeks, months, and years ahead. In terms of goals, you know, one straightforward goal is I just want to continue the good work that's already being done. There are many partners in both of those ministries. There are many who are certified in biblical counseling now working week in and week out in our church to serve the saints and even to serve our community. And there are many community group leaders. And, and sometimes we forget their wives who come right alongside of them and partner and invest so much in this ministry. And so I just want to continue to, to build upon the good work that's already being done there. Yeah. Beyond that, um, I touched on uh, another goal. You know, I want to see us continue to mature in our care and in our discipleship and in our community in, in both of these areas, biblical counseling and community groups. I want to see us grow in our personal ministry of the word. You know, I think uh, one of my favorite places or books of the Bible is the book of Colossians. And in the third chapter, Paul really orients the Colossian church vertically first. And then he moves them toward ministry or horizontal ministry toward one another. And when he says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. So in verse 16 of chapter three, uh, He's not speaking to pastors only. He's speaking to the entire church. That's right. And so what that means for us is that we have to become greater students of the word ongoingly. If we're going to have it dwelling in us richly, we have to know the word. And there are many ways we get that. We get that certainly as we together sit under the preaching of the word and, and let our hearts be drawn uh, to greater degrees of worship of our God but we get that through our personal study of the word and then through our personal ministry of the word. And it's curious that when he says, let it dwell in you richly, what's the purpose and point? It's that we would teach and admonish one another. So teaching is helping one another think biblically about life in places where I'm not thinking biblically. And then admonishing really has this sense that we all need others to help us see our lives, our hearts, with biblical accuracy so that change can take place in us. And so, again, my goal is to help foster and grow and support, lead the saints in this ministry. We would all grow in the Word and all grow in our ability to provide care and to be part of God's sanctifying work in us, his maturing work in us as we disciple one another uh, through the norms of life and then even where you might think of it more related to biblical counseling in, in those times and seasons when we find ourselves in uh, particularly difficult places of struggle, um, how we might do that even beyond what we would experience in community group. Yeah, yeah so those are, my, those are my goals. That's great. Sounds like Ephesians 4, equipping the saints for the work of the ministry. We want to give yeah, all of our members the tools to, like you said, bring God's Word to bear 
in every life and situation that we would encounter uh, with one another. Um, as mothers counsel other mothers, as, as fathers counsel other fathers, and um, this is the work of every saint. Um, so I, I like that. I like that emphasis. And there is definitely a, a need for certified, skilled, uh, trained counselors, like special ops that can come in and handle uh, more acute cases. Um, but but really, this it isn't just the work for professionals. It is the work of of all saints. So I really like that emphasis and. And I think it'll be able to grow. Uh, well, brother, I've I've benefited from your counseling over the years. We've worked together for over ten years, and and I have um, I have been the uh, beneficiary of your counsel, your wisdom, your care uh, for me personally, and and for our for to to see you caring for the sheep. So I'm excited for that. But you've also done an amazing job with the children's ministry. So when you first proposed this idea. My my knee jerk was, but what about the children? <laughs> right? We have to t- we have to care for the children. I have five of them, and and uh, and they have uh, benefited immensely from your care and leadership of our children's ministry. So, uh, my only concern was that we would take a step back in the children's ministry because you've done such an amazing job. So, share with us what is next for. Uh, our children's ministry as uh, as you transition to this new role. Yeah, well, Drew, I appreciate your kindness. And before I tell you what's next in children's ministry, let, let me just say wherever there ha- wherever there has been some, uh, something positive, be it in counseling or in children's ministry, all praises to God in that through His grace. Amen. You know, I'll just tell you a quick story. When the elders hired me, they hired me originally for biblical counseling, and then two weeks later hired me for children and family ministry. When they asked me about children and family ministry, I told them I was the wrong guy for that job. As the Lord continued to work, and very quickly, boy, I had a heart for families and for children. And and so I've just been truly, I've been the one likely at Desert Springs most blessed by my getting to do these things. Uh, But in terms of what's next, well, well, obviously, with the transition of me into the community groups and counseling role, uh, this means now a new hire, and we change our energies and our efforts to searching for the person who would replace me in children and family ministry. And and so, what does that mean in terms of practically? Well, it means continued work now, right? So, the work that has continued now uh, or has continued, we have to do that as we look to reopen children's ministry, um, and we don't know exactly what that will mean in the days ahead, uh, but we have to continue that work. Uh, we have to continue the, or maybe begin the new work of preparing the transition to a new leader back there, yeah. uh, which, which, which I'll be involved in. And then I would just simply say that the future goal or uh, what's next in children's ministry will be in God's kindness and grace, a lot of the same Uh, is that we would tell the next generation, the greatness of the Lord so that they would put their hope and confidence in him so that they would repent and believe the gospel and that that generation would be raised up uh, the future of the church. And so that's what we're going to strive for as we look for the next person. And as we look to continue to do ministry among children and families. That's great. Yeah. Just to, to pick up the baton and keep running, and or to uh, to steal a an illustration I heard from Randy Pierce, 
Uh, we don't need somebody to come in and build a ship of children's ministry, but to simply captain the ship that has that is already sailing. Um, that you've done so well at, at building and managing, and and to commend all of your children's workers and special teams and special event coordinators, and you have you have developed an army uh, of workers, and uh, which is a lot to manage. But you have uh, we have a lot of workers, uh, so that will that will continue on, and we can uh, we can celebrate that, and we can trust the Lord. And all of that. So, how can we be praying? Give us some, uh, give us some prayer requests for uh, for this transition for you and your family, uh, for the church, and for these two uh, areas of ministry. Yeah, um, I, I think first thing would be wisdom and grace for all of these transitions. You know, I will stay actively involved. I'll be actively involved in the search for the children and family ministry role, but just wisdom and grace for the elders and, and really for the entire church as we move through this season of transition. I mean, over these new areas and identifying uh, the new person to lead out in children and family ministry. Um, Second, just really clearly is that the Lord would raise up just the right person to take on this role in the children and family ministry and that he would lead us to this person. And, you know, we, we would like that to be sooner rather than later. So, so we'll trust him in his timing, but that if he would be pleased and it would be his will that he would lead us to that quickly. Um, strength and endurance during this season. And when I, when I say that, uh, certainly that would be true for me and my family, uh, given my health and, and the added work of adding counseling and community groups onto the ongoing work of children's ministry. But, but I say that for the elders, for the staff, and I say that for the entire church. Again, there are many serving in these ministries. There are obviously many parents engaged in the discipleship of their children. And so uh, one of the roles of the children and family ministry is to support parents in that work and, and to partner with them in that work. And so so just for strength and endurance that we would all be able to, to say whatever we have done, we have done in the strength that the Lord has provided for us. And so that would be a prayer. And then I would just maybe say peace, unity, ongoing mission during these transitions and during this weird season of COVID uh, that the whole church would flourish to the praise and glory of God uh, during this entire time. Amen. Brother, I'm thankful for that. I'm, I'm glad to uh, partner with you in praying uh, for those things. Um, yeah, we are looking forward with great anticipation what the Lord will do in this next season of ministry uh, through you, uh, through this area of counseling community group, through the next uh, children's minister um, as that, con- that ministry continues, and just for our church. Uh, this year has been a, a year of change. And uh, so why why not why why stop you know let's keep this party going and uh, and we're we're thankful for you and thankful for your willingness to 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 shift here um, and thanks for taking the time brother to uh, to talk to talk to the people about this and uh, and give us this update yeah it's really my joy and I really appreciate what you're doing with this podcast and in the the ministry that is serving for the entire body. And so thanks for the opportunity to share these things. Yeah, glad to. Well, you've been listening to the Desert Springs Church Podcast. If you have any questions about our church or any of these ministries, you can reach out to us at info 
at dscabq.com, or you can see us on our website at dscabq.com. Well, that's all we have for now. So let's be praying. Let's be hoping together uh, in our our Savior, in our our Lord's uh, control and goodness uh, to our church. And um, let's just be be holding one another up in prayer uh, through these things, through this transition, through Uh, through the rest of this year. Uh, Let's be a praying church. So on behalf of Tim Bradley, our newest staff hire, I'm Drew Hodge. Let's keep spreading God's glory broader and deeper. Mm -hmm.